Happy Friday, my loves. This week's free read is a very special story, one of my favorites. It's called Eat Dessert First. I'd been waiting for the chance to be alone with Pietro since the day he started as the new sous chef in our kitchen. The young Italian man looked like one of the Renaissance angels, porcelain and fine-featured, with dark eyes and darker, curly hair. He had a boyish, cherubic nose, sweet, full lips, and his lashes were so lush I'd heard the ladies on the prep line whispering about them with scathing jealousy. Not to abuse a cliché, but he looked good enough to eat. We'd worked together three long months before I finally managed to be alone with him. And in three months, a man can work up quite an appetite. I hadn't known he'd arrived early to the kitchen. I only happened to be there myself thanks to the recent changes in the menu. I'd wanted the opportunity to practice some of the new, rather complex desserts before the evening's rush. I believed myself alone when the sound of the back door startled me from the pan of melting sugars and white chocolate. I glanced up to meet Pietro's beautiful, and equally as startled, expression. Oh, he said. Andres, I didn't expect anyone here until later. I came in to try out the new desserts. I indicated the pan as I stirred, careful not to let it linger too long on the heat or scorch against the metal. Oh, is that the white chocolate creme brulee? he asked. The barely concealed excitement in his voice sounded simply precious. His gorgeous brown eyes roamed over the saucers of raspberries and dusted sugars I had set aside for myself. It is indeed, I grinned. Like a taste? I had seduced many a lover with my cooking, so it wasn't exactly new territory for me when Pietro eagerly came to the stove to let me dab a wooden spoon in the chocolate and offer it to him. He wrapped his lips around the end of the spoon as though he were kissing it, and his eyes rolled back as he uttered a pleasured sound. Careful, I told him. Hot sugar. It can burn. I said it more from force of habit than anything else, as Pietro knew full well what any half-decent baker knows. I smiled to see his blissful expression, the way his tongue swept out over those pouty lips to capture the last bits of the creamy sweetness. White chocolate is a little more overt a tactic than I normally employ, but one takes what one can get. Good? I asked. Perfect! He exclaimed with a nod. Try it with the raspberry, I offered, plucking one from the dish and dipping it in the mixture with a little flourish. I'm always quite proud of my desserts. I held the drizzled berry to his lips... A little drop of creme brulee slipped away from me, but Pietro swiftly caught it before it could spatter onto the front of my impeccable white apron. Mmm, he murmured again as I popped the raspberry into his mouth. He lifted his hand up, about to lick the rebellious drop clean, but I caught his wrist. With my eyes on his, Lord, they were so sweet and dark, I brought his fingers to my lips and kissed the spilled sugar away. Pietro's eyes widened a little. I gave him a wink. I'm almost ready to pour it over the raspberries, I said, letting go of him to lift the saucepan from the heat. Would you like to help? 
"'What can I do?' he asked. He took a step towards the back room, where the cook's whites hung crisp and neat, but I stopped him. "'No need to bother with those, Pietro, not for this. I'd have it done before you changed, anyway. Just bring me four of the dessert ramekins, and put a few berries in each.' He shifted direction and did as I asked, charmingly fastidious as he selected exactly four raspberries for each dish and arranged them in deliberately asymmetric circles. He could have done what most of my line chefs would have, simply dropping the berries with little regard as to whether they all rolled to one side of the ramekin or if two of them were touching when the creme brulee was poured. It meant nothing, of course, absolutely nothing. But Pietro evidently had a care for every detail— down to the even but not mechanical distribution of berries in a dessert. Adorable. Sometimes he reminded me so much of a fresh-faced youth, I marveled at how he'd risen to become a sous-chef so early in years. I lifted the bubbling saucepan up and over to ladle the creme brulee into each dish, with slow, patient care, letting the rich mixture cascade down in rippling, slow spirals as I moved the pan in little circles. There, I said when the last ramekin was filled, and now you can lick the spoon. I pronounced this with open brightness and offered him the spoon I had stirred with, dripping with white chocolate and vanilla cream. Before he could take it, though, I snatched it back, holding it up in front of my own lips and sticking out my tongue to run it coyly over the back of the spoon. Mmm, I agreed. Good. He took the spoon from me, his smile reflecting the same naughty suggestion as mine. He licked it as I had, dragging his tongue across it almost lewdly, dark eyes sparkling. Then he grinned, put the utensil down on the gleaming brushed chrome of the pastry counter, and, devilish boy, snuck his fingers into one of the ramekins, trailing them through the cooling, creamy sugar, until he found one of the raspberries and plucked it up from the dish. It dripped more white chocolate cream on his hand and the front of his crisp shirt as he popped it into his luscious mouth. Underneath my cook's whites, my cock began to harden. Pietro licked a little of the drizzle from his fingers and then playfully leaned closer to offer me the rest. I obliged, taking his hand in mine and sucking the last of it from his two fingers. It's delicious, he said, his voice softer now, smoky. They'll be demanding it at every table, Andres. Mm-hmm, I said, repeating his gesture and dipping my fingers in the ramekin as well. I smeared the sugary mix across his beautiful lips and then leaned close to kiss him. The taste of white chocolate mingled with the warm, lovely taste of him, and I found his tongue with my own. My erection became impossible to ignore, straining against my clean white pants. Pietro's hands tangled in my hair, and he pulled me closer. Of course he must notice the rigid shape of my cock pressing hungrily against him as our bodies came together, and he made a surprised and delighted sound under me, firming his hips against mine. I wrapped one arm around him and leaned him against the counter, pinning him and letting him feel my erection even closer, even more demanding. I could tell he had his own heart on now. I could feel it, urgent, against mine. I trailed my fingertips in the creme brulee and drew lines with it down his throat, moving my mouth after the glistening white streaks and tasting the shock of sweet against the salt of his skin. I kissed the tender bob of his Adam's apple, 
My other hand moved down the front of his pants to give the straining bulge of his cock a gentle, playful squeeze. Still kissing him, I struggled to slip out of my apron and undo the front of my pants at the same time he started undoing his. Wait, Andres, he urged me. He scooped up a generous dollop of the white chocolate and, slipping his free hand down in the front of my pants, he released my cock, stroking it eagerly. With long, slender fingers, he painted the melted sugars along the length of my erection, and I moaned. This first, Dolce, he said, and slid to his knees in front of me to take me in his mouth. The creme brulee had cooled significantly by now to a warm, pleasantly oozing glaze, like heaven as Pietro bathed my dick with it. The feel of his perfect, angelic lips wrapping around me, his tongue curling, drew a loud groan from me. I brought my hand to his head and tangled my fingers in his dark curls to hold him there. He sucked me slowly, savoring the thick cream on my cock and salty cum-doing on the head. He rolled his tongue over and under, tasting the length of me, moaning as he did and sending unbelievable vibrations through my body. I pulled him closer, making him take every inch of me into his mouth, until he made a little sound of gagging and I loosened my hold to let him breathe. He pulled back a little, pumping my sticky shaft with one hand while he licked and kissed the head of it. Then he took it all again, until I felt the tightness of the back of his throat. He held it as long as he could manage before gagging. Oh, I said, stroking his hair. Oh, Pietro, your tongue is so soft. He murmured eagerly around me. I realized he had started pumping his own cock in his other hand. Don't, I warned him breathlessly. Don't make me come yet. Not this way, not yet. Mm, he whined softly, coming off my dick to look pleadingly up at me. Saliva glistened at the corner of his mouth, and I loved it. Oh, you are such an angel. I pulled him up to his feet again and took over the plaintive stroking of his cock. I turned him around and instructed him to put his palms flat on the counter. Pressing my cock suggestively against the crack of his slim naked ass... And as I did, I scooped up a palmful of the last of the creme brulee in the ramekin, leaving aside the raspberries. Closing my hand around his cock, I slid it up and down with sticky, wet, warm sugar lubricating my stroke and dripping down to his testicles. With my other hand, I guided my own slippery head to his tight, quivering hole. I pressed firmly against his entrance until I won his subtle surrender, muscles relaxing, and I prodded him very gently, readying him. Yes, I whispered in his ear. He nodded. I could see his beautiful eyes were shut tight, his mouth half open in an expression of bliss as I stroked his eager cock. Yes, I pressed, punctuating the word with a little firmer pressure against his hole. Yes, he insisted. Yes, please. I carefully slid in, feeling him tighten at my invasion. He gasped, a sound of brief, stinging pain, but also tense pleasure. I thrust very slowly at first, letting his body grow accustomed to my girth, stalling my pleasure as I quickened his with the rhythm of my squeezing and stroking. 
Creme brulee and pre-ejaculate slicked him from his cockhead to his balls. As I sensed him relax, I started to fuck him a little harder, thrusting myself in with deliberate rhythm as I pumped his cock. He moaned in pleasure underneath me, rocking back, his sticky cock sliding eagerly through my fingers. I echoed his satisfaction with a low, rough groan, resting my head against the back of his and gripping him by the hair. I smelled the lingering hint of his shaving cream and the scent of his skin. He filled my head as I worked myself to the hilt inside of him, owning him, making him mine. Oh, he gasped. Oh, fuck. I plunged into his tenderly resisting body. Lord, the way he welcomed me, as if his ass had been made for my cock, yielding for me but still so beautifully tight. I gave another shuddering moan in his ear. It's like my dick has died and gone to heaven, I whispered. Oh, Pietro, your ass is so sweet. It feels so good inside of you. Ah, he whimpered happily. Oh, Andres, oh, oh. His cock jumped in my hand and he came, hard. His hot semen flooded my palm, mingling with the sugar. At the same time, his asshole clenched around my cock and my own orgasm touched off. Tense pressure tipped to a head and exploded, and I cried out as I started to come. Against his tightness I keenly felt every throb of my cock deep inside of him, pumping swell after swell of cum in him. We moaned together, short grunting sorts of moans. His cum oozed out of my closed fingers to trip down to the tiled floor as mine trickled from him around my cock, down his inner thighs. We stood there, heaving together, for several seconds before I finally started to go soft, and gently slipped out of him. He sighed, a happy sound, and relaxed. Then he bent to gather his pants up. I stopped him. Wait now, I said as I tucked myself back into my own pants and fastened my belt. I turned him to face me and sunk to my knees, stroking his gently softening member. Very gently now, I said, looking up at him with a smile. Let me take care of this. I closed my mouth around him, licking up the mess of cum and cream. I was careful to be gentle, as I'd promised, my tongue softly attending him, swallowing the sweet, salty, bitter aftermath of his orgasm, until his beautiful cock remained perfectly clean. We'll have to clean up, he murmured. He still breathed hard as I pulled up his underwear and pants, smiling and putting him back to rights. I'll take care of it, Sue Chef, I promised as I climbed back up to my feet, my way of thanking you for helping me with the desserts. Ah, uh, yes, he said, and I hardly believed my eyes when a blush rose up to his perfect porcelain cheeks. Well, any time you need help with the desserts. I grinned. Oh, I would absolutely love to have your help again. Shall we say, tomorrow night, my place? His blush deepened, but his grin widened. What will we uh, be having? Oh, I murmured, trailing a finger in the last bits of the creme brulee and dabbing it playfully on the tip of his nose. I think I may need more practice with... How does the blueberry chocolate bunt cake sound? He laughed and kissed my hand. It sounds absolutely delicious.
Thanks so much for listening, folks. I hope you enjoyed the story. Please note that this week we've got Lotus Petals on tour. You can check that out under the pages on the blog. We have some great information coming out about the book, including some tips on my process, the soundtrack to the book, and fun things like little fun facts that are coming out too. I'm hoping that the sequel to Lotus Petals will be released pretty soon, just waiting to hear back from the publisher on that. And we've also got a blog tour coming up for Goblin Fires very soon, so please keep an eye out. I really appreciate any comments that you guys have on the stories, the blog, the books, and we've also got giveaways going on all the time. You can check out the Foreplay and Fangs Facebook page. We have a caption contest every week. And, of course, on this blog, we have the Wednesday Writing Challenge. You are more than welcome to join us, even if you're not a writer, and everybody is entered to win a prize. If you're interested in my writing, or if you just want to get to know me a little bit better, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Branchbin. It's just my name, spelled exactly as you see on the blog. Or you can friend me on Facebook, Branchvin Serra. And you can follow my page there, too. I'm also on Pinterest, Smashwords, Tumblr, and G+. I love meeting new people, so please come say hi. Hi.